Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Mind Theater Media podcast production. Uh, my name is Joey Johnson. I am the ho- your host and dungeon master for this evening. So a little background about what this is. Uh, Mind Theater Media is a new uh, multimedia um, production label um, that I'm starting. Um, we will be doing multiple projects, but this is our flagship show, um, a Teen Titans re-roll, so to speak, uh, but also in a fantasy setting. Uh, so what does that mean? What do those human words mean? Uh, well, good thing you asked. Uh, so a re-roll is kind of like uh, where we take a already existing plot line from a movie or a book or a TV series, and we will um, have players represent the characters from that series. And as they succeed and fail or make the same or different decisions than um, the characters in the show, uh, the plot will inevitably change. and furthermore, this is not a strict reroll of um, of the Teen Titans series, but a fantasy alternate universe using um, a lot of homebrew uh, Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition content. Um, so hopefully, that kind of adds a bit more of a unique, unique flavor to the podcast. Uh, so, uh, without further ado, I mean. Things will be easier to understand as we get started. So, um, without further ado, I think I will introduce our cast, our players. Um, Paul, uh, why don't you tell me uh, who you're playing and one interesting fact about yourself? I will be playing uh, Princess Coriander, aka the Starfire, and. I ate a bag of fajita meat for lunch today. Wow, that's amazing. Hopefully that doesn't have some <laughs> negative repercussions while we're recording. Oh, only positive. Always. Amazing. And then there's someone else with you uh, recording from your end, Krista. Uh, who are you playing today? Hello, I will be playing Beast Boy. Um, something interesting about me, I guess. I ate fajita. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> I ate fajita meat too. Um, I'm dating the person next to me. Wow, that is interesting. I wish that were me. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Johnny, who are you playing? Um, I'm playing as Robin, and um, the last. The reason my mic went out is because um, I thought something went wrong with either my computer or my headphones, so I unplugged my headphones and then realized as I took them off that I had left the mute button on. Um. Amazing. <laughs> um, the classic, the classic yes. I'm on mute. Um, but yeah, it's me. Um, is that all I say? Uh, one interesting thing about yourself, I guess, in this case, it's you were an idiot for a second. Yes, that's the one interesting thing about me is that I had a brain fart. <laughs> awesome. Uh, 
Um, also, uh, I I like um, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm diabetic. That's interesting. Wow, that's very interesting. That that's what that yeah. tube thing. Yeah, the tube thing. Great. Uh, next, another Jonathan. Wow, that's not going to be confusing at all. Uh, other Jonathan, who are you playing? Yeah, my name's Jonathan, though uh, I guess most people here call me Johnny, just to save us from some confusion. And I am playing Cyborg. And uh, let's see a little something about myself. Well, despite popular confusion, I don't actually like cats. I just like the practical application of cats for marketing purposes and spare parts. Great. You're giving us another another reason for people to want to cancel us. That's amazing. <laughs> He's the edgy one. He's the edgy one. Um, why isn't he playing like Robin or something? I don't know. Um, and, because I'm not a pansy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, ouch. Hot. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, and last but not least, Charlie, who are you playing? I will be playing Raven, and an interesting fact about me is that I am very bad at D&D. Uh, amazing. I don't see that being a problem. Not um, at all. <laughs> not at all. Okay, so now that everyone is introduced and we know what we're doing, uh, without further ado, let us begin our episode of... Teen Titans. A man suddenly appears in a colorless void. He's an older man with a bushy white mustache. He looks down at his clothes, expecting a black suit and tie, a bowler hat, and an umbrella in his hand. Instead, there's a dark helmet upon his head. He is clothed in black armor, and in his hand is a sword in a black leather scabbard. He frowns and addresses me. This is not the usual arrangement. That worries me. I laugh and respond, If you're really that attached to the bowler hat, you can have that instead. He sighs. You know that isn't what I mean. The aesthetic change is comparatively trivial, especially since I always found this iteration rambunctious to begin with. Oh, you're referring to it being an RPG instead of a written or broadcast media? Naturally. 
too many elements with their own free will increases the risk of things going horribly wrong. Oh, but that's what makes it so exciting. It's their world to do with what they please. Not even I know what will happen next. And besides, if they break things too much, that's why you're here, isn't it? The older man grumbles, but then says, Fine. Shall we get on with setting the scene? Please, after you. The man reaches out a hand, and the white void turns to deepest black. Suddenly lights begin to sparkle in the darkness, stars igniting into life. Matter churns and swirls, condensing into trillions of planets. From those planets, water appears, plants, animals, then intelligent life. Time speeds to a breakneck pace, civilization develops until the world arrives in the present. But it's different. It's a world from our childhood, filled with heroes and nostalgia and hope. With a swipe of his hand, the mustached man strips this world down to a wireframe model. From seemingly nowhere, he produces a stack of books, books with black and red designs that you've probably seen before. They float freely above his hand, opening the pages turning. He snaps his fingers and a paintbrush and easel appear. He shakes the books vigorously, and from their pages fall all manner of fantasy staples. Knights, dragons, mages, fey, fiend, undead, and many others. They all fall onto the easel, squirming helplessly. He takes his brush, and as he presses against them, they turn to paints of various colors. After a moment, the man seems satisfied with the color selection before him, and lifts his brush to the world. The blank wireframe begins to gain volume and vibrancy, a new skin it hadn't before. And so the man continued to paint, until the following scene came to be. Episode 1, Final Exam In the Kingdom of the United States of America, the year of our Lord, 2003, in Jump City, on an island, Shortly off the coast sits a mighty keep made of stone with many strong glass-blown window panes. The building is oddly shaped, a perfect representation of the 20th letter of the alphabet. Inside the uppermost and center portion of the tower, a hulking warforged with some human elements seems to be desperately searching for something in a cluttered sitting area. A diminutive half-orc boy ineffectually tries to help, in another corner, a light gray-skinned tiefling sits attempting to read a book, which is floating freely before her and engulfed in a dark light. Cyborg, you have been desperately trying to find the remote to the illusion and scrying projector. Beast Boy is trying to help, but you're pretty sure he's the one who lost it, given how he has already lost one of your video games, your football, and your waffle iron. Please make either an investigation or a perception check at disadvantage, since this would technically be a repeated attempt. Beast Boy, where'd you put that thing? I rolled I, a... I didn't have it. I don't know, you're the one who is using it. I rolled a six, by the way. Oh, amazing. I... Damn it, Beast Boy! You had it last? No, you had something. it last. 
Turn into a dog. Sniff it out. Come on. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll turn into a dog. Okay. You you turn into a dog. Uh, yes, you have advantage on things based on smell. Uh, however, however, I'll say everything. Uh, but that it will not apply. It will just be a straight rule because everything is kind of peculiarly stinky to you at the moment. Um, mostly coming from the kitchen area, and it makes it hard for you to to pick out the the scent of the um of the remote. So you know, just give me a straight roll. You know, this would be a whole lot easier if everything had its own distinct smell. Beast Boy, we should make everything have their own smell. Can't talk, I'm a dog. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> you bark once for yes, you woof three times for no. Woof. Right, you rolled a 14? Yep. Uh, you are sniffing around, um, but you're not quite sure where the remote is. I, I changed back. I, I can't find it. How am I supposed to distinguish the smell of people's hands on a remote? We touch everything. Well, maybe we have to be more intentional about it. We have to remember where we put things. And if we know we're not going to remember things... We need to put little smells on them. You're a dog. Figure it out. I start looking in the fridge for the remote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you you move, start heading towards the fridge for the remote. Uh, Raven, you've been trying to read in another corner of the room, and their obnoxiousness is particularly vexing. Uh, yeah, I look pretty annoyed. And I guess I finally speak up, and I'm like, be quiet! I'm trying to read. Great. Why are you talking so much if we would find the remote and we could watch our show? Why don't you help us? Have you checked the bathroom? I'll go check the bathroom. Okay, so you're going to go off to the bathroom to check the bathroom? Yes. Okay, well, there are probably, like, f at least five bathrooms in this building. So I'll check the one closest to the television. Okay, uh, so you, you start to head towards the door. At this point, the door actually opens, and Robin and Starfire step out, and Starfire, you are just finishing explaining to Robin the secret to uh, light speed travel. First, you have to understand perpetual motion. After that, it's all very easy. Robin? Okay. Does Robin have anything to say? Uh, okay, there we go. Oh, sorry, I forgot to myself again. Um, <laughs> I see. I'll have to have you into uh, in the shop sometime, and maybe I can put some improvements on the... Shoot, do we have a car at this uh, point? You don't have a car, you have the... You, you have a ship, though, a submarine slash spaceship. Yeah. 
Uh, I've legitimately forgotten the name of that, whatever it's called, as a player. It's, I think it's the T-Ship. The T-Ship. The T-Ship? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to have you down in... Yeah, I'll have you. I'll have to have you down into the uh, in the mechanic shop so I can write down some notes and make some modifications to the T ship. We will have you breaking Thanks, the laws Starfire. of time and space in no time. Awesome. And so, um, Beast Boy is there before you guys. Um, like they essentially bump into you as you are walking out. Guys, have you seen the remote? Um, I make an investigation check to see if I can find the, the uh... I'm the just angri I'm angrily pacing back and forth. Okay, uh, yeah, make a, uh, make an investigation check. Uh, also, you guys, it's probably nearing lunchtime, uh, and you are probably all getting somewhat hungry. I say, did you, did you check the refrigerator? Um, I did. That was, that's a 16 that on investigation. The last hey, time I saw the remote, it was in the refrigerator. 16 on investigation. Um, you look around, you kind of, you you look around, you think about where things might be, but you find that um, the, I mean, investigation is sort of like you, like investigating, like, okay, where would it make sense for a remote to be and using your, your smarts? Okay, so I guess... Instead of instead of investigation, then can I make a, um, I guess either like a wisdom or perception check to to see like to to figure out like who would have put it where? Um, well, your investigation would serve to that, but it's just everything is sort of chaos. There's no method to it. Where you would think things okay. would be are they're covered with other yeah. things. Um, but you're looking around and you think you have a bead on it, but, uh, did someone say they were checking the refrigerator? Yes, I remember seeing the remote in the refrigerator. Additionally, I, I know my friends and I recognize their temperament and it is what we call the hangry. So, the hangry. Hey, I'm so, coming with I shall go to the, He's the refrigerator to try the food. Okay, uh, one at a time, please. I was speaking. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go to the refrigerator and try to find um, the remote there. I'll go back okay. to the living room. Okay. And Cyborg is also heading to the fridge. You uh, like to yeah. cook, so you're probably, if you can't find the remote for TV, you probably want to, like, stress uh, cook something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you guys, you head to the refrigerator. Uh, Starfire heads to the refrigerator, Cyborg not far behind. You open the refrigerator and you see just covering all the food in the whole refrigerator. And you guys have a pretty big refrigerator because yeah, it has to accommodate all of you. Um, it's just covered with all of this like gross, drippy, moldy goo, blue goo. And Starfire, as you like, stick your head in there. Uh, one of the bits of goo moves a little bit and kind of lets out a little shriek. Uh, can I interject? <laughs> sure. I scream, "Oh, it's the amoebas again!" And I run to my room. <laughs> oh, it's the amoebas again. I, I say, I, I look, I look delighted, and I say, "Friends, you have cultivated your own Calnivornian slug 
Slugweed. <laughs> we shall put it on all the crackers. <laughs> For the rest of you guys, this is an absolutely abhorrent sight. I I want to go vomit. I put some of it on a cracker. <laughs> oh my okay. gosh! <laughs> there, there, no. there, there already is some of it on the crackers, so I eat one. Yeah, uh, make a Constitution save. That is 29, baby. Yes, because you have, like, stupidly high <laughs> constitution. Yeah, you're fine. Um, it doesn't... It tastes a little strange, but kind of in a... a it could be an acquired taste. A rare delicacy. Friend Raven, would you like some? No. Alrighty. Um, well... For most of you, all the food in the building is ruined, so you guys will probably need to restock the food, which means either going to the grocery store, which usually takes a long time. Uh, you have to clear your schedules for the day, um, and no one likes doing it because you're all teenagers. I mean, maybe Cyborg likes doing it, um, but or going out to eat somewhere. Pizza! I, Guys, who wants pizza? I immediately pop my head out from my room where it was I was hiding for a second. I'm like, pizza? Pizza! Let's go! Okay. I'll take the D-bird! I, I, will, I do I'm like pizza. I will also but I run over for some pizza. That I, can, I suppose that I could use some pizza. I, um, I, I take some of this stuff and like put it in like Put it, like, shovel it into, like, a little shopping bag and bring it with me. <laughs> okay. It, it, it squirms in protest, but you are too I mean, strong. She likes when her food spikes back. It, it's fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So you guys are headed out uh, to go get some pizza. There's a very... Uh, famous spot in the middle of town that is actually shaped like a pizza wedge where they have like you know a stone stone fired pizza and you can sit outside nice. uh, that's the place you go the best although you could go somewhere else if you want to um when we get to wherever this pizza place is uh i will be ordering a cheer wine thank you Okay. Uh, yes, uh, the services. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, one cheer wine. Uh, what What else can I get you guys to to drink today? I want three oh. bottles of Coke, one bottle of Sprite, and a Mountain Dew. All right. Uh, and what for you? To, for whoever to that is. <laughs> to, to drink, I will have the, the anchovies and the mushroom and the pineapple sauce. Ignore her. Just get her like a fruit, uh, uh, something fruity. Or water. I'll have Mountain Dew. Just a soda water, please. All righty, the soda water and the Mountain Dew uh, and a water. Um, all right, 
that I'll be right back uh, unless you all are ready to order your food. Uh, I will take as much meat as possible. No, no. I want no, I'm not barbecue chicken. I want grilled no. beef. And pepperoni I want and sausage. Pepperoni. I Alright, we'll get you uh, eggs. Eggs don't count. <laughs> <laughs> I just have cheese. Cheese fine. Cheese pizza. Maybe really? Like cheese, cheese is fine? Cheese, cheese is extorted fine. from the udders of poor and helpless cows. Okay, question. Ooh. Is Beast Boy vegan or vegetarian? I think he's just a <laughs> Wikipedia said uh, vegetarian, not vegan. <laughs> God stepped in and tried to make Toby beef more pizza. vegan. No. You resist beef more, you resist. The cheese tastes too good. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to railroad you. Uh, it's your character. <laughs> okay. I tried um, to avoid it, but... Alrighty, so, uh, yeah, so she collects your orders, um, unless anyone else had anything specific they wanted on their pizza. Um, I'll take a double pepperoni. Alrighty. Okay. Mushrooms, please. That's, alright. Extra hot sauce. Oh, okay, um, I, hmm, we serve wings as well, I guess I can get the hot sauce from the wings no, and no. just have the put the wings on the chicken uh, on the pizza okay uh yeah we can we can do a wings pizza uh do you want that boneless oh no 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 i'm good oh okay um put, yeah all right put the chicken wings on, <laughs> on pizza <laughs> right now <laughs> Okay, okay, yes, 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 sir, Mr. Cyborg. She seems very intimidated uh, by your your status. <laughs> and she uh she scuttles away to get <laughs> to fill the order. Something I said. Um Is she cute? Uh, <laughs> cute? Um, <laughs> cute check. Is she hot? Uh, cute check. She is probably like a college student. Yeah, she's pretty cute. Um, she's like a college student, probably works there part-time. Very good. So she's older. Is Beast Boy into that? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he looks younger women. I see. Well, um, so as you guys are waiting for your uh, food to arrive, suddenly you hear a scream. You hear a scream and you hear someone go, someone save that baby! And you all turn and look and you see out in the, like, the center of town um, there's a carriage in the middle of town and you hear these faint cries. Hey, hey, hey. Something, I don't know. Um, and 
you from the top of the hill come barreling down there's an uh out of control uh like city transport uh which for a little context in this fantasy universe um there are things that are essentially equivalent to cars uh that either run off of steam or or fire element uh cyborg knows that it's usually involves a small or well dependent on the machine and the strength of the enchantment a um a an opening to either the um to a plane of existence associated with uh uh with the power source so like a little portal that opens to the uh elemental plane of fire or the elemental demi plane of steam uh just depending on the power source for the machine and there are also anti gravity flying crystals and things uh, like that. So essentially, it is still a bus that is barreling down the uh, out of control down the hill, the ridiculously uh, steep hill uh, towards the little center square in town. Um, so, uh, what would you guys like to do? Um, can I catapult? Um, can I use catapult spell on Beast Pool? Um, catapult on this boy. Let me see. I don't know if it. <laughs> let, let me double check to see if it uh, can affect. Oh creatures. no! It says it has to be an object between one and five. Yeah. yeah it has okay. to be an object. Oh well, I can move. Can, wait. Can I use? Can I use telekinesis to lift the the uh, baby carriage up yes, to the sky? And. Out of uh, harm's indeed. way. So just from like where you're sitting, you just like kind of like lazily like grab it and move it. <laughs> yeah. As that does. <laughs> um, so yeah. So suddenly the um, kind of in the shock of some of the people watching, the uh, the baby carriage is like wrapped in like this dark eldritch energy and is moved telekinetically to a safe position. Are you just moving it somewhere else in the, um, um, someone else, somewhere else in the square? Are you bringing it to you guys at the table? What are you doing with it? I guess I, I lift it into the air until the bus passes, and then I kind of move uh, it over onto well, a sidewalk. For everyone else, the bus is still barreling down and will probably slam oh, into yeah. the uh... point of of the truck. Oh yeah, I'm okay. going yeah, to I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to okay. jump down and turn into Yeah, a I'll Guys, I can fly at 120 like speed. So, like, <laughs> whatever you whatever you were about to do, I'm already there. <laughs> as as this all as as, as we're all doing this, um I will shout Titans go. Um and and also use the dash action to move towards the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone either doesn't act at all or uh, acts very quickly, and then Robin goes, T Titans, go! And like, runs at a respectable but still pathetic pace in comparison <laughs> to Starfire. And you have to like jump down off the side, or you have to like run down the stairwell as well. So it's. Uh, well, I'm a monk, you know, so, so I have extra movement speed. speed. Wait, yeah, no, wait, you, you are fast. next level. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, I run at a normal speed. <laughs> yeah, bitch, you thought. Um, but no, yes. Uh, 
so yeah, so you run over there. So um, so Starfire, you're flying towards the bus to stop it. Yeah, my plan is to get like right in front of it and just like catch it straight on. Okay. Uh, yes. Give me a strength check. I will. Oh, will you? Oh, I will. Okay. I'll strength check shit out of this bus. <laughs> oh man. And I rolled a 12. <laughs> With a plus 10. So <laughs> Which means I rolled a 2. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna jump down and change into uh, a gorilla and try and help her. Okay. I mean, I don't think you I'm not, I'm not, okay, she's too fast. Yeah, so she would get there first, um, but. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, uh. I guess uh, we will. Since we didn't catch it, we'll we'll have it be a separate strength check. But so, uh, um, so Starfire, you are like, I will stop this, and you fly over there and you put your hands out and you um, you kind of forget the fact that you are flying, um, and you put your arms out, but you connect with, like, the glass paint window pane, and the momentum of the bus, you just go like, through the bus and out the other end of the bus. Uh, and it just continues to barrel away. You could probably <laughs> fly after it and grab it. Is it about to hit something? Or, I mean, or, or can we still catch up to it? Uh, yeah, um, there's still an opportunity for, uh, you and Beast Boy to make an attempt at it. So you turn yeah. into a gorilla, uh, a regular gorilla, a giant gorilla, what, what are you? Wait, wait a sec. Gorilla wouldn't be big enough. Yeah. Um. I think I'm actually gonna try and get inside the bus and, and hit the brakes. Okay. Um, while he's doing this, is there like a, a shortcut path I can take instead of running like directly towards it since, you know, I'm a monk and I like run through the side streets uh, and stuff yeah. to cut it off? Uh, well, it's an open, it's an open... Well, is there like a hill uh, or like something I could town. like run down or do any kind of like cut off maneuver? <laughs> can I make a shortcut through the <laughs> side streets to just... Be there. I'm just uh, saying, in the show, he would have. Yeah, I yeah, would yeah. be in there. Um, you can, you can get there. Like you'll get there. I don't know how much you can do to stop. The well, I'm trying bus to. Once you do. Uh, well, I'm not trying to stop the bus. I'm trying to like see if okay. anyone inside that I can like mm -hmm. use my monk abilities to like leap them out through windows to safety and then drop them off. Sure, and then jump sure. Back in. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, uh, yeah, so that would be a perception check to see if there's anyone inside the, the vehicle. All right. That's going to be a 17. Uh, okay, so 17. Um, yes, you, you, uh, you jump down and you kind of like, as you're like jumping through the air to, um, uh, you look in and you see the, the, this, the bus appears to be empty. And then you kind of like land on the ground and roll. Uh, so, um, but you like, you very cinematically like looked into the bus as you were like jumping off a higher elevation. Um, cool. And you did not see anyone uh, inside the bus. 
uh, Beast Boy, were you about to do something? What, he stopped the bus, right? Or no, no he just inside? looked inside of it. Oh, I'm in. I'm getting inside the bus. Okay. Um. How much? How much does the bus weigh? Uh, the bus probably weighs uh a few tons, maybe a little bit more than um than your your capacity. Um, okay. Although, I mean, maybe not. It's kind of hard to tell. Can I, I, like, try to grab just, like, the bumper or the back of the bus with my telekinesis? Yes, uh, you certainly. So you can do that, and then whoever whoever else is making a strength check to stop it, I will consider that to be giving them advantage. Uh, and then... Joy, I'm turning into a giant ape. Okay, so you're turning into a giant ape. So go ahead and make a strength check at advantage. Uh, well, that's a one either way. Uh, well, it, that's one roll. Yeah, no, no, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> What's your roll okay. one again? I haven't rolled <laughs> twice yet. Mm. East boy gets ran oh, over. Okay. Wait, no, that would be 11. It's plus 6. Uh, okay, okay, that's eight. bad. Okay, and hmm. Okay, so you try to catch this bus, and unfortunately, it goes barreling through, and it will just—it hits you, um, and it's going to be pretty bad for you if it slams you into the uh, triangular point of the uh, the pizza place. So. Um, Cyborg, give me a dexterity check to get into like leap uh, into the door, like as the bus is flying through you, or you can just try to make another strength check to stop the bus. All right, so I just, uh, I guess I just grab onto the side of the bus and hang on. <laughs> yeah, so you're being pulled along with the bus. Okay, so this is gonna suck, but you're a great ape, so you might be okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, the bus barrels through into the triangular point of the pizza-shaped building uh, that you guys were in. And, um, uh, yeah, so... Okay, that's fairly low roll. Um, so, your great ape form, Beast Boy, takes nine points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, as your weight has kind of like weighed the bus down and slowed it a bit, but uh, you still slam into the the points and you're like, uh, and your your great ape form takes nine points of damage. Okay. Alrighty. So you guys, now the bus has stopped. It is all messed up, and you kind of have to push it off of you. Um, and everyone is kind of like yelling and, and screaming like it's a very upsetting situation in the center of town. Uh, and um, there, so, but the bus has been stopped. Um, what is, is anyone inspecting the, uh, the baby carriage? It was just moved. No one has moved to like claim it. No one has been like, oh my God, my baby and, and come to get it. I guess. I guess since I moved it, I'll go inspect it. Okay. Um, and while she's doing that, I'm going to investigate the bus and see if I can find anything that would okay. cause it to have 
gone out of control. Right. I want to know if it still works, and if not, if I can move the bus. One, whether it on its just by driving it out there, they are pushing it. Okay. Well, I stare. I stare at the wreckage in shock, assuming that like many have just died. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So one at a time. Wait, um, is the pizza girl dead? Is no, no. No, she was on the other side of the building, in the in the inside of the building, and the building is sturdy. Like it's still fairly okay, honestly. Um, like, I mean, honestly, it's perfectly shaped to be crashed into by anything from that angle because it's a point. So, uh, but okay. So, so first things first. Uh, we'll go actually in the reverse order of things. Um, so, looking over the bus, uh, it's pretty clear to you, Cyborg, that this thing is busted, and you won't be able to drive it out. Um, but you can, uh, you can see, um, like, now that it's not moving, it doesn't have momentum behind it, you guys, I mean, between, like, your stronger people like you and, um, and Starfire, you could definitely move it out uh, once you need to. Um, so, uh, Robin, as you step in, um, it's pretty messed up. Give me an investigation check to see if the bus has been tampered with at all. All right. Oh, all right. Uh, you said investigation? Yes, investigation. That's going to be a 25. Awesome. <laughs> so you move in and you quickly ascertain, yes, the um, the bus has been jury-rigged so that it will, I mean, it's it's a little more complicated, but in essence, it's just, um, it's been jury-rigged so that it will drive forward in a direction um, without anyone in it. The gas pedal, so to speak has been put down and the uh, steering wheel has been locked into a forward position so that it won't veer to the right or left. Um, so as you are doing that, um, uh, Raven, you approach the um, you approach the baby carriage and you look in um, and you see kind of this bundled up like uh, little figure but upon closer inspection like you get closer to it um it's not a human baby or anything other that lives in these lands it is like this strange little like kind of like stone and metalwork doll or like golem thing uh and it kind of like its eyes blink and it laughs like this like this kind of upsetting laugh and then explodes. Oh. Okay. So make make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um I'm yelling Beast Boy. <laughs> what what? It's not Beast Boy, it's Raven. 
<laughs> you're just still you yell beast boy for no reason. You're just right over there like the gorilla looks at you kind of quizzically. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I heard an explosion. I'm assuming it's so. This is this is where I'm bad at D and D. How do you determine a yeah. saving throw versus just your regular dex? Uh, well, so you will make a roll uh, if you are proficient in dexterity saving throws, which I don't believe you are. Um, you will add proficiency, but otherwise, you just roll a d20 and you add your dex modifier. Okay, that's what I thought. All right. Fourteen. Okay. Ooh, that's fairly good. Um, it explodes, so you will take uh, half damage. Um, it explodes, and you and you won't be pushed backwards, uh, which is the main thing. It has a lot of knockback. Um, so, let's see. When when I when I see this explosion go off, I'm gonna make a perception check to see if there's any uh, villainous entities nearby. Of course, of course. Um, so, uh, okay. Now, this is where I'm bad at D&D. Math. <laughs> okay. Uh, Raven, you take seven points of... Oh. Uh, oh, ow. Well, actually, it would be fire damage. So, because you're a tiefling, that would be reduced to half again. Uh, so, that would be... Um, that would actually only be... Four? Uh, yeah, four, because you round up. So you take that four have, points. That could have killed me. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, it was fire, and <laughs> you saved. Uh, you saved on the uh, the DC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> oh, you rolled a one. I, I uh, did. No, you you look around. Uh, you look around. Um, uh, you actually go to look around, and um, and then suddenly this girl is down by the bus. It's like teenage girl, maybe like a year older than some of you guys. Uh, and she's like, oh my gosh, can I get a selfie? <laughs> and you get distracted by I, that. I don't take the selfie. <laughs> but it does okay. distract me. She's like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, it does distract you. Um, um, actually, I, it, and... it distracts me enough because I, I focus my attention to her and I say, you need to get out of here. It isn't safe. <laughs> and now, now yeah, I'm not yeah. looking around for the bad guys. Yeah, so Robin has a, an extremely law, lawful moment and is like, "What? What are you? Get get out of here!" And uh, and you do not notice anything. Um, so as you guys are kind of like uh, gathering yourselves after this uh, explosion just went off, uh, um, suddenly you hear. Um, uh, you hear, wow, they're even worse than I thought. And you hear this laughing voice. They go, <laughs> that stupid monkey got squished. And you look up to over, like, at the top of the hill. Um, you see three figures. One is large, a uh, hulking uh, goliath who seems even, like, more muscular than they usually are, and actually has, like, more hair than they usually do. They, he has, like, very respectable sideburns and long, uh, longer hair. 
um and he's wearing like this like black armor with like uh like a gold like collar bit um and you see um this uh girl a drow girl um drow in this world they spend so much time in the light that they've evolved to not have a problem with sunlight um so you see this drow girl and she's dressed sort of gothy and has these purple hair up in this like weird bullhorn style and then this little gnome you think it's a gnome it might be it's probably a gnome but who could say how old they are um this who is like no facial hair he has he's bald um and he has like this uh weird like mechanical contraption on his back uh and they are just sort of laughing at you from the top of the hill king of the hill Inside, baby. What? Who you? Who'd you call baby? You. You're a side baby. Yeah. Well, you're a slut. Your mom's a slut. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think? How do you think you were born? Me yeah. and your mama had a side baby. Oh, don't you talk about my mama like that? Only I can talk about my mama like that. And he uh, presses a button on oh. his uh, on his backpack thing, and these wings extend out. And this little gut, uh, thing of um, uh, jet of flame shoots out from the back. Um, and and he's like, "Come on, let's wax these snot brains." Yeah, yeah is this uh, an initiative? Yes, it will be. Hey, initiative. how close together are these? They guys? are constructed, uh, kind of all together at the top of the hill, which is probably about um, uh, thirty feet away. So let's go ahead and position ourselves here. There we go. So they are up at the top of the hill, uh, and the distance is pro probably yeah, so about thirty feet from where, um, uh, from where Starfire is. Farther oh, look from that guy. Look at that guy. He does look like a side baby. He does. Um, so, all right. So, yeah, go ahead and roll me some initiative. Um, if you've made it this far into the episode, first of all, thank you. Um, second of all, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, as it turns out, I had my gain turned all the way up on my microphone uh, during the recording of this first episode, and that accounts for why my sound quality in particular is so poor. Um, the rest of us some um, didn't have the best sound quality, um, I know as well. We were just getting started. Um, it's much, much better in later subsequent episodes. So if you could stick around till then uh, to support us in that. Um, we greatly appreciate it for just getting started. Um, so yeah. Also, uh, we have a Patreon page. Um, that'll be linked. And we host on Pinecast. That will also be linked. And it should um, connect to all of your usual um, podcast streaming services once I get that set up. Um, Pinecast has a nifty thing where it has a tip jar 
So you can leave us a one-time donation. You don't have to commit to a monthly uh, payment plan on on Patreon. Um, so either way, you want to give, we greatly appreciate that. And we'll only get better uh, as you give. Everything will go to the production of the show and the inclusion of new shows. Um, and yeah, there'll be more information about all of that uh, down the road. So uh, with all of that out of the way, thank you for listening. Sorry for the sound quality again. And let's get back to the episode. I told myself right. I would pre-roll the enemy's initiative before the campaign started, like I do every time I have a campaign to DM, and I still didn't do it. How do you determine your initiative modifier? It's your dex modifier. Just kidding. Okay. Thank you. Okay, let me pull up these guys' stat blocks as well. Um, this time, before we start, I will now officially shout titans go <laughs> before awesome. people start moving this time <laughs> great alrighty 23 for starfire that's 7 man googling Psy baby does not give what I thought it would <laughs> no oh no <laughs> you wanna see how do you even tattoo that? What? <laughs> oh no. What are you Googling? Stop. <laughs> Alright guys, are we ready? Are we ready to kill the hive? You can do non-lethal damage with most Things. What I mean, have we decided if our party is going lethal or non-lethal? No, we full on or lethal. I think we. I will. I will <laughs> yeah, be I shoving my quarter staff into the throats of people <laughs> <laughs> and oh, throwing gosh. my bird rings up their a holes. I mean, I think seriously, we talked about it. And there's generally a DC superhero sort of perspective on these things. Uh-huh. Well, you can do whatever you want. Just be sure I will totally go the uh, Jump City versus the Teen Titans in court, and it will become very Phoenix Wright esque. Uh, I'm totally okay if the campaign goes that direction. Objection! The movie where everyone thought that Robin murdered a man in the street. Amazing. He got arrested. But it's not murder if they're made out of goop. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got 11 for Cyborg. What were other people's? 23 for Starfire. Alright, 23 for Starfire. I'm the tank. What? You can't be the tank. I'm the tank. <laughs> She is better at all the strong things than you are, just by virtue I'm the of guy, being born. I'm the guy that's big and beefy and strong, and I'm the guy that shoots things, and I'm the guy that moves fast because I have robo legs and nah. crap. <laughs> nah, you're still so having a heart and being conflicted about your humanity. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
other people's initiatives? Mine was or seven. Seven, great. Uh, Sorry. Mine was fourteen. Yeah. My cool. total was a seven. I had a bunch of rolls because I was trying to experiment with wow. the, the dice roll settings. And no, wait. That's not right. Sorry. Fi sorry, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, well, you will still go ahead of uh, Beast Boy because you have a higher dex. Uh, I have no dex. No, no, I was referring to Robin. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, yes, you guys got great initiative. However, they uh, will activate their uh, special team move. What are special team moves? Did I just come up with this today? No. <laughs> I've totally been thinking of it longer than then. Uh, can you guys do special team moves? Perhaps that is something you will have to figure out. Um, and ask me about. So they will activate their special special uh, team move, uh, attack pattern alpha, which means that once per probably session, uh, they can, regardless of initiative order, they can all act uh, for the first round in a combat. They can all act simultaneously at the uh, first point of initiative. So, they will, um, <clears throat> uh, okay, so let's see, what movement do we got for people here? Uh, uh, 30 feet, okay. So, Mammoth will... Who's Mammoth? Oh, yeah, who's Mammoth? The big guy will move... You know, if I was smart, I'd go punch the girl in the face. But I feel like I have to kill the side baby. If there's a... I mean, we already were insulting each other. Why not just go punch him? I know, right? So he's actually here. Um, so the uh, big guy runs towards Starfire, but he does not quite have enough movement. Uh, he will dash so that he will be there next turn uh, but that is his turn and then this girl uh, she will move she's gonna go for Raven actually uh, to begin with she to begin with she casts Expeditious Retreat on herself uh, so she basically does that, what she just did. She can do twice as much uh, movement. Uh, so she can move another 30. Because um, she made a dash action. Uh, so she moves right up on Raven here. Like here. Um, and she is going to... Uh, no, yeah, she will run up and do that, and then she will cast a spell on herself. Her visage starts to kind of blur and shift, uh, and she becomes kind of hard to focus on. Okay. Uh, and also, I have to roll something else. Um, I have to roll a d100. 50. 
<laughs> um, so she runs forward and um, she casts a spell and starts to get all blurry and weird. And she uh, she yells out to taunt uh, Raven. She goes, uh, she goes, oh, your style is so draw. Who to like where do you shop the and then suddenly her voice cuts off and a bunch of pink bubbles start like out of her mouth and she's like <laughs> and she cannot speak she cannot speak for the next minute i'm a little bit confused oh boy <laughs> she is a wild magic sorcerer <laughs> beautiful amazing <laughs> uh yes and so she unfortunately she can't do kick-ass taunts anymore she just looks like an idiot um <laughs> and, uh so um she so that will be her turn she used all that movement um uh, well she actually didn't use a lot of movement uh, so she can still use her movement to get up into melee range with uh because she used a dash from Expeditious Retreat. Uh, so she is right up on Raven at this point. And now, um, uh, finally, the little gnome guy, he is going to... He has a 60-foot fly speed with his jetpack. So he's going to fly... Uh, fly around... Um, to here, to within five feet of uh, both Robin and um, what? And uh, and Cyborg here. Uh, yeah, he flies like here. Um, <clears throat> and he flies up. And um, well, actually, he's also going to cast Expeditious Retreat on himself. So he has it as well. Um, so that was just his dash movement, so he could use more later. Um, he's going to use his rocket to your back ability, and he is going to try to strap a rocket. Uh, and so he is like flown up and like over on the bus, and then he's like flying down at you got your guys' faces. And he pulls out this like weird contraption out of like a little pouch on his side, like seemingly like it could not fit there, but he just pulls it out of a bag. Um, and it's like this weird rocket. Uh, Cyborg, go ahead and give me a dexterity save. What? Yep. Oh, this is good. <laughs> That's 14. a 14. 14. You are one shy of what you needed. Uh, so much like in, in the episode, uh, Gizmo, uh, he flies over you and you're like, ah, and you like put up your hands to like try to hit him or like beat him back. But he like twirls over you and he like smacks this, this, uh, cylindrical thing, um, on, on your back and it starts to like a portal opens up at the bottom end of it to the elemental plate of fire and a jet of uh directed uh flame starts to and you feel yourself start to lift off the ground you have not lifted yet uh but 
at the start of your turn, bad things may start happening to you. At the beginning of my turn or at the end of my turn? At the beginning of your turn. Ah, nuts. Yeah. Uh, so, with that, that is um, their first special turn. Uh, and you guys can go as your initiative dictates, and then next turn, they will go as their initiative dictates. That kind of else was awesome. So, <laughs> if, 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 if we get hit by it, do we learn it? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, uh, first is Starfire with uh, 23. Yes, question, so, um, so question, he's, he's right up on me, right? Like, I'm, I'm engaged with Yes, yes, you are engaged with Mammoth. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> um, is, okay, let's, let's, let's play this, uh, let's, let's do something here. Is he wearing metal? Uh, let me look, he is... He is not... Wear, uh, he's considered unarmored defense, though he is wearing, uh, like, metal, like, like these, for style, this, like, metal gold collar thing, and, uh, on his wrists. Is it what, uh, his neck and wrist? Yes. Oh, neat. Um, okay, so I am going to, uh, I am going to utilize power of my star books in mm -hmm. order to eat the metal on his on his neck all right uh fantastic so wow uh and i so i don't i, I i'm thinking that would look like me sort of shooting uh shooting like heat rays out of my eyes mm -hmm. uh well um, you know it, i can't do that okay um sure, I, well when, it, when it's used in an episode to, uh, in a heat metal capacity, she literally just like, like her hands glow and then uh, the metal turns like red hot. So it's just okay. like a, it's a minor version of, of your Starbolt. Yeah, so I heat up the collar and I say, and I say, how dare you call my friends slugs? <laughs> Slugs, <laughs> amazing. Yeah, uh, he takes two two d eight fire damage, so you can roll that. Uh, yeah. Uh, let me just roll that, and he will take that again every one of my turns that I use the bonus action to yep. make him take it again. Um, yep. Okay, let's see. He middles crazy. Uh, he takes he takes nine fire damage or nine radiant damage. Fire. Ra yeah, it is in fact radiant damage in this case, as you are just heating it up uh, to a point of, like, with your radiant energy. Uh, yeah, so. Um, and after that, I know this is a dangerous move to make, but I am going to fly uh, 60 feet up into the air. Okay. Uh, yeah, he will get an uh, attack of opportunity against you, but um, uh, we will get to that in a moment. So, so you said nine damage? Yes. Okay. Um, so he seems kind of hurt and annoyed by that. Um, and then you fly up and he's like, ah, you get back here. And he will make an attack against you. So 
someone is creeping. Sorry, that's me. <laughs> that's fine. Um, uh, ooh, okay. Uh, he rolled a natural 20. <laughs> Plus five. So, yeah. Okay, let me roll this damage here. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> what if I did that? That would be hilarious. <laughs> just die. Uh, <laughs> the two things Starfire has done in this game is crash through the window <laughs> of the bus and it gets punched pretty hard. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, oh my god. Their strength is so. His strength is so high because he's like a super character, like like you guys. So yeah. Uh, so uh, that's gonna be. To- <sighs> 21 points of damage. I'm down! (laughs) (laughs) So he just, like, he gets burned by this, and he's like, that's not good. And you try to fly away, and he's like, show you can bitch! And he just uppercuts (laughs) you. And you're like, so you fall (laughs) unconscious on the ground before him. Alright guys. <laughs> uh yeah. So, uh Raven, it's your uh no, it's his turn. He, having just accomplished that, um will move. Yeah, he will move up to uh Now he wants to fight big guys, so he will move to here. He wants to get to Cyborg. Now, um, you will get an attack of opportunity against him, Robin, because he wants to really wants to get to Cyborg. Avenge me! He said. <laughs> can, can... Yeah, uh, okay, great. I, I thought I was muted for a second. Um, yeah, and that's I'm gonna I'm gonna attack him with my uh, my quarter staff. Oh, boy, I'm rolling terribly today. That's uh, only that's only a ten. Okay, that's probably not gonna hit. What is his AC? And he has the lowest AC to probably them. Uh, no, that will not hit. Uh, so you try to hit him, but it just sort of like bounces off his strong muscles, back muscles, <laughs> and, and and your quarter staff kind of like shakes and goes. Burr. Uh, yeah. So um, and now it's his. So he will go. Uh, he's going to try to attack. Um, he will recklessly try to attack, um, Cyborg, so, um, before I go jetting away. Wow, he did really poorly on that, so, um, even with advantage, he only rolls a 10, so that will probably not hit you. 
Hell no! <clears throat> okay, so he tries to punch you, and he, like, kind of punches you in the wrong way. He doesn't have enough force behind it. And it just kind of goes, goes off your uh, armor, uh, your metallic body, and he goes, ah! Uh, yeah, so that's his turn. Uh, so, Raven, it is your turn. Alright. Um, I see the bubbles coming out of her mouth, and I'm just like, I don't speak bubbles. And then I use Misty Step. <laughs> Yay! I use I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go over to Starfire and, I guess, stabilize her. Yeah, okay. Uh, absolutely. If I, can do, if I can do that. Yeah, uh, you can definitely make a medicine check to try to stabilize Starfire. So, uh, you kind of go, you make that remark to her, and then uh, uh, you just fade back into like a black portal that opens up behind you and then reappear over there. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and give me a medicine check. Uh, I don't know if you're proficient in it, but it is wisdom-based, so you should be pretty good at that. Even if you're not... Okay, so I just add my... Do I add my wisdom modifier to that, or how does that uh, work? Yes, you would add your wisdom modifier to it. Uh, I don't believe you're proficient in medicine. Let me just make sure. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm proficient in arcana, religion, mm-hmm. and history. Okay. Um, so, yes. So go ahead and make a uh, roll a d20. Yes, that... That will stabilize Starfire. So, Star, you wake up with one hit point, and uh, you are like, well, is that how stabilizing works? Sure. This is a cinematic game. Uh, you wake up with one hit point, and you're like, oh! <laughs> you're just like <laughs> a little stunned. Uh, so that is your action. Um so yeah, that's your bonus action and your action, Raven. Uh, so <laughs> that's your turn. You still yeah, have that ends my turn. movement, but that's up to you. Um, does telekinesis have a range? Uh, yes, but I believe it's like sixty feet, so you should be able to hit anybody with it. Okay, hold on, let me do some ruler stuff here. Wait, do you have another action? I can move. Yeah, you can move. I think you. Move up to like thirty feet. Is that right? Yeah. Well, you can move with your your. Uh, yeah, you have a thirty foot movement speed, uh, but you can also have a sixty foot flight speed, just from ah. having a flight speed. Do I have to cast telekinesis to fly, or is that automatic? No, that's like an automatic iteration of it. Okay, in that case, I'm just gonna like fly. Hold on, <laughs> click the right button here. I'm gonna fly like over here. Okay. Sweet. So you fly over there. Uh, great. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> so uh, that will make it Gizmo's turn. Um, he, he will attempt to fly up and uh, away because he does not like to get hit. But he, I mean, he, he will... You guys will get an attack of opportunity against him, um, but he will try to fly up and away, uh, 60 feet away. So go ahead, uh, Robin and Cyborg, try to make an attack of opportunity against him while he does that. Wee! Nice! That's a 19. That's also a 19. 19, and 
Awesome. So you guys both hit him. Go ahead and roll your damage for whatever attacks you're doing. Iron Fist! I'm the Iron Fist, right? Yeah, yeah, plus your strength mod. All right, nine points of damage. Booyah! Yeah. Oh, snap, that's 11 points of damage. Sweet. Um, okay. So, uh, you said nine and 11? Mm-hmm. Okay. And 11, all right. Um... Ooh, wow. <laughs> so he's like, ha, ha, enjoy your flight, butt munch. And he starts to fly away. And then you just like punch him in the gut. And Robin like whacks him, uh, like on the, like cracks him over the back of the head with his staff. And he's like, ah. And then he like continues moving away. And he looks very like dazed and upset. Uh, with that, so let's We're just move in. I yell, I'll munch your butt, side baby! So he can move up to his speed, which is flight speed is 60, just as his base. He basically flies off the map for a second because he's so damn fast. Uh, so, I mean, you guys can still attack him if you can get 60 feet. Well, no, he will fly, like, up off the map, and then, like, around to, like, somewhere else within 60 feet at that point. Uh, uh, yeah, he will try to make a, an attack. He has this, like, little... Um, he's holding, like, this weird little, like, stone glyph controller. And he kind of, like, taps on some portions of it uh, in a weird sequence. And then, like, popping up over his shoulder, this little, like, turret pops out. Um, milt of like stone and like gear work, uh, and has like magical glyphs glowing on it. And he fires, um, a firebolt, uh, at Raven, which is pretty dumb, but he, you know, not the wisest individual. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's so, uh, that is going to be a, that's going to be a 15 to hit you, Raven. Yeah, that's going to happen. Okay. Um, all right. Just one die roll. No mods. So that's going to be nine points of damage, but that is halved because you're a tiefling. Uh, so it's going to be uh, five points of damage, I believe. I'm, I'm down. Okay. <laughs> so you were knocked down as well. Uh, yeah. So... Raven is knocked out by the fire. Um, so uh, that brings it. That's the end of his turn. Uh, so uh, Cyborg, it is your turn. Um, at the start of your turn, the rocket that you're in, and it just flies straight up 100 feet. Uh, and honestly, uh, Mammoth won't even take the opportunity to try to attack you because he is just laughing uh, at that. He's like, ah! um, and you shoot 100 feet into the air, and you are 100 feet in the air, uh, and you see everyone else down below you. So if you have anything that can shoot 100 feet, then great. You may, if you want to try to escape from the rocket, 
You can make... Can I rip it off with my strength? Yeah, you can try to rip it off with your strength by making a strength saving throw. uh, Although, obviously, you will fall if you are detached from it. Can I try and override the system with my intelligence? Uh, Yes, it will be very difficult as it is attached to your back and you cannot get a look at the gear. So it will be an arcana check at disadvantage. But you can attempt that. Mm, let's just try and strength it off, cause uh, I don't. I, I want this thing off of me. Get Nine. it off. Okay. That is <laughs> such a bad roll. Ten. Ten. Uh, ten. Um. No. Uh. Unfortunately, <laughs> you you just can't get. You can't really reach it. It's on your back. You're like. Ah! It's like jostling you around, and you just you can't really get uh, a good grip on it from from where from where it is. Um, well, so long, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that is that's your action. Rockman, um, that's your action. So unless you have a bonus action, you can do. Uh, uh yeah. This that's that's probably gonna be it right there. All right. Okay. Uh, Alrighty. So. Um, it's just you. Okay. So now it's going to be Jinx's turn. She. Uh, she will. Um. Ooh, this is funny. Um, yeah, she will cast. Uh, is it concentration? No. Nah. Um, she will cast. So she like snaps her fingers and laughs, and um, and you got um, and she's like, "Have a nice trip." And she, uh, no, she she tries to say that, but a bunch of bubbles just come out of her mouth, and she. <laughs> Uh, she snaps her fingers, and you guys. Well, actually, that's interesting. Is does Greece require verbal elements? Uh, <laughs> I'll give you guys every bit of leeway that I can <laughs> with this. Um, yes, it does require verbal components, so she cannot use it because she cannot use. She cannot speak at the moment. So she cannot cast that spell, um, and she is a little too confused. So she uh, she will just use her bad luck wave, um, which uh, she shoots this like these like waves of like purplish energy out from her hands, um, and. Suddenly, the um, the bus, which is next to uh, Robin and Cyborg, uh, and Beast Boy, is at the end of it. Um, uh, will kind of will suddenly start to spark, and it will explode. So, uh, so basically, she takes advantage of an environmental situation to create bad luck, and you guys will have to make a dexterity save. 
or take damage from that uh, that elemental situation or that yeah that environmental situation. Uh, so <clears throat> I'm gonna need Beast Boy, Cyborg. Oh no, Cyborg's 100 feet in the air, so he's fine. Um, but and Robin to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> it's really low. Oh, man. Um, My giant has plus two decks. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yes. So both of you guys, unfortunately, do not say the DC was 15. Um, and um, so you will take... Ooh, wow, that's a pretty good roll. Um, 15 points of fire damage as it explodes. Uh, um, yeah, as it the bus explodes. Are you down, yep, Robin? That, that knocks me down. Oh. Okay, so interesting point. Uh, I'm going to choose this opportunity to do this. Um, you, the bus explodes the ground beneath you is destabilized from all this violence from all this violence uh and starts to crack and crumble beneath oh. you uh robin you cannot make a deck save because you are unconscious uh but oh, the no. great eight but um you but mammoth and um beast boy you can try to make a deck save uh to okay. are, you, stop are you talking to yourself? Yes, what you, you, you what? said something to Mammoth, Mammoth, you make a oh, next save, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Well, yeah, as God, I'm telling him to make a next save, but, but I, I was just, I was just telling, I was yeah. just. I, I was just saying to everyone that Mammoth would also be making the same. So. <laughs> All right, deck save. I rolled 16. Okay, you rolled a 16. Um, let me see. Mammoth's dex is not great, uh, but he still rolls the same as you. Let me just. Okay, yeah. Um, also, I'm proficient in, in deck saves when I'm East Boy, but I use the stats of the animal, right? Yes, you're using the stats of the yeah, animal yeah. at this point. <clears throat> okay, let me just assign a task difficulty to this. This would be uh, this would be hard. So, unfortunately, even the 16s are not going to save you two. Uh, so you guys begin to plummet into the sewers below, and there's some rushing water. Uh, and you fall into the water. You can kind of see, um, and you watch in kind of horror as you're falling, uh, Robin fall into the water as well. Uh, ah! and I have no, you, Robin has no control of to keep himself above water at this time. Yeah, uh, yeah he's so, and, and, Mammoth, and Mammoth is like, ah, ah! <laughs> and is just like being swept away as well. Uh, so, it was Jinx's turn. Robin, it's your turn. Uh, give me a death saving throw. Hey, look at that. Ooh! Holy oh, shit, that's two successes! He just rolled a natural 20. <laughs> you yeah, two successes. 
That's when you got it. Right when I needed it. I love it. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's your turn. Um, and now, Beast Boy, it is your turn. You are an ape, and uh, Mammoth is being swept away, and you're being swept away, and Robin's being swept away, but he's unconscious. Okay. Um... <laughs> Is there anything to grab onto on the wall? Okay, no, I'm, I'm gonna try and grab. Something that swims. How do I grab him? As something that swims. It's <laughs> interesting. What fish has arms? Google. Tentacles. Yeah, anything with tentacles. An octopus. <laughs> okay, so you shift for free using your special uh, Beast Boy-ness uh, into a new form, into an octopus. Is this a regular octopus or like a giant octopus? Yeah, like a big, big octopus. Like a, okay, uh, yeah, so a giant, also, giant like, octopus. For the record, like, like uh, if, if I ever change it into any animal or anything, and you're like, what the heck is that? Like, you can, like, <laughs> interpret it. Like, because yeah. I, I don't... I think there's a list. I guess I whatever. I yeah. giant octopus. Giant octopus. Yeah. So you shift into a giant octopus and you try, try to grab him. grab him. So go ahead and give me. Uh, yeah. Let's figure out the stats of an octopus. <laughs> octopus five e. Usually, most like in the monster manual, it says that you will have to. Um, substitute certain stat blocks for other stat blocks but they do actually have an octopus um <clears throat> that has an attack that yeah. can grapple so you don't have to damage with the attack uh it's usually a plus four to hit and the octopus is a challenge rating zero but you're a giant octopus so uh just take the stats of uh like another giant uh creature let's say you probably have a higher bonus because um, you're a higher CR. Let or let's just even see if someone's homebrewed a giant octopus. They have, they do, or maybe it already exists. It seems to actually. It's on roll twenty. Um, yeah, so you have a plus five to hit with your tentacle, tentacle, and you can grapple a target. Uh, w uh, if you hit. So just roll an attack plus five. Uh, yes, that will be enough. I, I think so. I was just making right. sure you didn't roll like really poorly. Um, so, but that will be enough to grab him and you can lift him up above the water so yeah. he does not begin to drown. I'm trying to lift him in section to the walls. Okay, and suction to the walls. Well, uh, I'll say your action was to grab him. So you're okay. still, like, so that was your action this turn. Um, is, is there any, um, on the ground, is there any, like, rocks or anything I can climb up on? Uh, no, not not here. The, it's kind of like a rushing portion of, uh, oddly. Water. Yeah, you just hold him above the water, and then next turn you can try to suction to somewhere uh but you guys have gotcha. already been moved uh, 
a sizable distance just from the um, the speed of the current. All right, so uh, with that, we will go back up to the top of the round. Uh, Starfire, um, yes. you, uh, yeah, so you're up. Uh, Gizmo just blasted Raven with a fire blast, and it knocked her out, which you know is bad, because she's usually fought good against that. Uh, so, your turn. So, here, so here, here's, here's where I am. Um, basically, I wake up from being, you know, pounded uh, into a crater by Mammoth. I glance behind me and see that all of, like, everything is going to shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. all of them are down, bleeding out, and, and or descended beneath the earth at this point. So I just sort of, like, don't process that, turn and face Gizmo, um, and I, I, I can't save my friends, but maybe I can, maybe I can destroy this, this mean baby thing. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so I, uh, my eyes light up with uh, bright green rage, and oh, I fly yes. at it for an unarmed super strength attack. Yes, uh, and I assume you're using your, um, your 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 ASMR ability, your enhanced ability. Which which one? The one that does extra damage for for unarmed, for um, melee attacks. Oh wait, I forgot. Were glowing. So so oh, I just yeah. assume. I was just flavoring, but do I do I have that? Yeah, yeah, that's your um your scourge uh, ASMR ability to uh, uh, do more damage. Let me see. Oh cool. Yeah. So, sorry. Uh, what um, what am I adding to that then? Um, uh, I must just so, my character sheet. Yeah, we didn't mention it, but um, let me pull that up real fast. Um. Radiant Consumption, starting... Uh, oh, that's a third level. That's lame. Okay. Maybe. I still do decent damage if I, if okay. I hit. Uh, yeah. You know. yeah, so just go ahead and punch. Punch. That's a 32 to hit. Yes. Oh, and that's a nat 20. That's a nat 20 oh, and a 32 yeah. to hit. Okay, go ahead and roll double damage then. Okay, let's see, that's... So I, I multiply the modifier too, right? Uh, no, you do not multiply the modifier, you only uh, double the damaged dice. Yeah. Aw, darn, most of the damage is going to be the modifier. Alright, uh... Yeah, I know. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it would, yes. Um, wait, how are we doing this? Am I rolling two separate... D8s, or are we multiplying the one? Uh, n n yeah, roll two separate D8s, so roll two D8s okay. instead of one D8. Gotcha. Yes, ten plus your bonus. Ten plus ten. Oh god, are you <laughs> killing him, or are you trying not I'm to kill him a little bit? As angry as I am, I am going for nothing. Okay. Oh. You fly super fast at him like he can't like hit like like there's a bunch of water and stuff flying around uh from like and like debris and things all of those things slow down 
as like to almost a standstill as you move at blinding speed and at the last moment you control yourself and you just flick him on the forehead and he goes ah. and there's like a delay and he goes ah. and, it, and he just like flings back uh, and like rolls head like head uh, head over ass like just tumbling backwards unconscious like off the and map I, and, and I say and I say who is the slug now side baby <laughs> amazing um yes okay so uh next uh mammoth he is down in down in the, the bad situation um he is going to try to make some sort of strength save uh to grab onto the wall um uh, disadvantage, but he's got pretty good strength to try to stop himself. Um, ooh, he rolled pretty bad. Um, he's got plus five. Uh, fortunately, <clears throat> he kind of grabs onto the wall, um, and he's like trying to, to grab purchase, but the rock and cobblestone is like slick. And he can't really seem to gain purchase, and he is also he's still being pulled along uh, with you guys. Um, so uh, next is uh, Raven. Uh, uh, Raven, go ahead and give me a um, uh, yeah, it would be a death save. You're unconscious. Dex save. Oh no, not a dex save. Just a, a death death save. Oh, death save. That's just a roll, right? Yeah, just a regular d twenty. Fourteen. Fourteen. That is a success. So you have one success. Sweet. All right. Uh, Gizmo's gone. <laughs> uh, Cyborg, you the rocket turns Booyah! trajectory and starts to fly one hundred feet away. You have passed over the kind of little town center uh, and you start to fly over buildings and it maintains an altitude of about 100 feet uh, but you are now not just 100 feet up, you are 100 feet away from the initial battle uh, area, so you are off the map my boy. Nice! Can I try to now, uh, can I try to use intelligence to uh, reconfigure yes. it? Yes. Strength doesn't work for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, you can. Um, it's again, it will be at disadvantage because it's on the small of your back, but but you can attempt that. Do I get my proficiency in vehicles? Uh well, you already get your proficiency in Arcana, so okay. you can't get your proficiency twice. I'll take it. I didn't know what I what what this would apply to. Yeah. Or if it was, or is it a saving throw? It doesn't matter. I get it. Uh, well, it, it's an ability check in this case because you're trying to override it. So, All right. Yeah. Oh my that god. That is a twelve. Twelve. <laughs> a twelve <laughs> is fairly uh, respectable. Um, 
you think you're making headway, um, but you can you can't be sure. Maybe if you continue on, you will be successful next round. But uh, you know you're not sure. I'll use should have used a perception check to get a good feel about things. I think this counted as that. All right. Uh, yeah. Whee! Yep, you're flying away. Um, Jinx is like, Jinx looks at what she's done, uh, and she goes, <laughs> she goes, oh, and then a bubble like floats out of her mouth and pops into the words shit. <laughs> on, <laughs> and, uh, and she, uh, I guess she will just try to, um, I mean, she has expeditious retreat, so she also sees what happened to Gizmo. I mean, she's not in a good situation either. She sees that Gizmo just got Superman, and, uh, and Mammoth has been swept away into a sewer of her own creation, and so she's like, ah, uh, so she is just going to try to run away. Uh, she has expeditions retreat. She runs off the map. She is still pursuable, uh, but but she's not on the map for the purposes of of this of this fight. So yeah, she is attempting to flee. Uh, and Robin, give me another death save. That's a All success. Right, you stabilized and come to consciousness at one hit point, and you are being held, it's dark. It's hard to see for you, because you're just a human with no dark vision. And uh, But you are being held. It is dark. There's rushing water. You're being held by a strange tentacle, uh, and there's like a <laughs> mysterious tentacled shape in the water, and it's holding you. And you hear yelling of someone else down in the tunnel. You're not sure what's um, going on. Perception check on the tentacle. The octopus is green. Yes, perception check on the tentacle. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check at disadvantage because it is yeah. dark. That's, can't get much worse than that. <laughs> oh boy. On that one, baby. Um, you're not sure what the hell is going uh, on. I stab it with my I stab it with one of my bird rings. Let's go with Okay. Ow. You you uh yeah, go ahead and make an attack just to see if it doesn't like slip off and uh doesn't hurt hurt him. Uh Plus seven. That's a seventeen. Yes. Uh, well, uh, will that hit you? Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah, my armor class is eleven. It's a giant octopus. Yes. Uh, that. So. Um. <coughs> yes. Uh. So go ahead and roll damage for Birdarang. It, it should be the same as a yep. boomerang. Uh, nine damage. <laughs> Nine damage, wow. So you just sink... <laughs> you just sink a burrowing into this boy's oh, arm. This guy, you're like, ow! 
yeah, so you are like uh pain surges through your tentacle arm. Uh but uh that is the end of Robin's turn unless you want to use a bonus action. For uh I don't have any bonus actions yet. I'm level 1. Yeah, okay. Um Alrighty, um, Beast Boy, it's your turn. Also, whoever is breathing very loudly into their mic, please end. <laughs> Cease. Cease. And desist. And desist. <laughs> I changed into a different creature, but I'm still trying to figure out how to HP shift. Uh, yes, yes. So you should just uh, say, just for our listeners' sake, because uh, we have to remember we have those, uh, hopefully. Um, yeah, so the way uh, Beast Boy's uh, wild shape works is while in a single form, uh, he can freely shift to another form uh, on the same spell slot, um, but uh, it works off percentages. So, uh, for instance, um, in terms of health, you use percentages to m maintain a health pool. So if you were, say, a walrus at 40 hit points, and you were half health at 20 hit points, and then you free-formed into a T-Rex, which has 136 hit points, uh, they would remain at half health relative to, their, to the new form. In this case, 68 hit points. So that is what um, Bethesda is doing. Yeah, a lot of complicated percentage percentages to figure out, uh, but... Praise be to the god of editing. Uh, it m won't feel as clunky. Uh, Thank, in you, Joey. Thank you, yes. God Thank you, god <laughs> Thank you, God of editing. God All of right. editing. And also, I sent you a big list that I found of a bunch of creatures that are considered mm -hmm. beasts, and I think they're all legit. Okay. So technically, if this is like a D and D world, like, are all those creatures like essentially part of this universe? Yes, anything that is okay. a beast. So yes, you could probably shift. I, I mean, is 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 now Albert a beast? It might be a monstrosity, but I'm not sure. But anything yeah, that's a beast, a beast and yeah, not monstrosity, I can't change into those. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um. So Robin just stabbed you, <laughs> and it hurt. <laughs> Robin just asked you. Okay, well, I'm going to, on the list, I found a sand wyvern, apparently. Oh. Um, and I'm going to try that? it. I don't know, but it looks pretty cool. Uh, um, sand wyvern? What the hell is that? What the yeah. fuck? That's a beast? What is this? I have not never beast. read this. Do you know? I can find something else. Uh, no, let me just read it. I mean, yeah, it looks legit. Says it's from the SRD. Uh, it's right. like a freaking dragon. What? <laughs> it's, it's a sand wyvern. Okay. <laughs> it's a sand wyvern. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay. And I'm gonna grab, uh, uh, Robin by the shoulders and fly us out of that hole. 
Okay. Yeah, you already have him in your tentacles, so you just shift, and you now have him in, like, a talon. Uh, and it becomes immediately apparent from this, Robin, that it's Beast okay. Boy. And you try to fly. Now, how big is this sand wyvern? Uh, it is <laughs> large. Can I fit through the hole? Yeah. I... Wait. Uh, I just don't know if you're going to get enough space for your wingspan in this tunnel. Oh, good point. Good point. So I, I, really, I really don't feel that you would. You could... <clears throat> what smaller creature could lift me? Hmm. I mean, he is a skinny twink of a lad. Like an eagle? <laughs> could you turn to like an eagle or something? Yeah, I'll turn into an eagle. It's an eagle? A big, a big bird. There are, um, while, while the rapids are uh, raging, there is like kind of a side portion of the tunnel. You guys have moved down the tunnel at this point into like another oh. portion. Um, and there is like kind of like a side area, so you wouldn't need much strength or lift to get him over to a little side area that's oh, okay. off of the raging rapids. Okay, and did, did Mammoth get swept away or is he still there? He is still being swept away. He hasn't been able to gain purchase on anything. And he, so he's being swept away farther down to the tunnel. You don't go, ah, you bitches. <laughs> okay, I'll just, I'll just, um, yeah, I'll just pull, um, Robin, okay, right. Yeah, I'll say you can do that. Yeah, I'll just, I guess as, as an octopus, I'll just pull him to the side. Yeah, that, you, you, you can definitely do this. This is sort of your element as an octopus, and you kind of just suction up onto the wall area. And the uh, the side path, uh, and you guys just huddle up against the. If I was a human, I would say that. I just like shrug at him as an octopus. <laughs> I'm like, dude. <laughs> I I I realize it's you, and I go, oh, sorry, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> where are where? What happened? Where are we? All right, so I will say we are we are out of combat at this time. Oh, we're out of combat. Okay, yes. I'm gonna change back. And is he at like one HP? Yeah. Uh yes, he is. Hey, so if I'll we're I'll cast your wounds on him. Sorry. If we're out of combat, how far away is Jinx? Jinx is running with expeditious retreat. And um, and her regular dash, so she'd be moving. Um, I think it's ninety feet. I can catch around. her. Around you can catch her. Uh, it will be a question of. Uh, it will be a question of perception as she is running through back alleys, um, and she may try to interfere with your pursuit. So I, go I, ahead. I, 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 I think I would want to tie off that loose end. Um, okay. Um, also, Raven is unconscious, and Cyborg is flying away to God knows where. <laughs> but, but, but listen, <laughs> there, was, there was a decision in front of me, and I, I've decided to eliminate the threat. 
Okay. All right. Um, That's the character choice. <laughs> oh, actually, can I, can I use Cure Wounds on Ra Ra Raven instead, or should I? <laughs> She's unconscious. Uh, yeah. Sorry. You guys are still oh, in the sewer, miles away. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Okay. Um, do, I, do I come too, or...? Uh, we, we need to roll more checks, so if, if Starfire is not attending to you, um, then it will be a question of if first responders get there in time. Listen, listen, we took out two of the hives. If we can knock out the other one, that's just like, that's just it. Well, yeah. we have Aqualife now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to roll Perception. That's a, that's a wisdom thing, right? Okay, yeah. yes. She will try to stealth, I guess. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> She doesn't have the skill, but she has good decks. Thirteen? Thirteen. Let me roll hers. Uh, yes. You you fly over the building tops and you get a beat of her running along uh, a back alley and then she turn she looks up and then she turns and tries to run down another one. But you can continue to pursue her. Uh, this turn. So you have higher initiative than her, so you'll get to go, and then she'll get to go to try to impede you. Okay, so wait, am I still chasing her, or can I perform an attack? Uh, you are, well, yeah, it depends on how much movement you're using. You have 120 movement. She's yeah. moving at 90 feet around if she doesn't use an action. So you probably have enough movement to still use actions and pursue her. Yeah, I mean, I I would like to pelt her with Starbolt. Awesome. Absolutely, go ahead and uh, yeah, make uh, yes. Yeah, so she has to make a Dex save for your Starbolt. She makes a strength. Right? Makes a oh yeah, Dex save against my strength. Yeah. Yes. So that's already. She has to beat a something stupid. She has, to, she has to beat like a twenty to save her. Yes. Uh, now, thankfully, she rolled a 16. She has a plus 5 for dexterity. Uh, so she rolled a 21. So you fire star bolts after her, and she literally starts cartwheeling and laughing, but the laughs come out as bubbles, and they trail behind her. <laughs> she still takes one of them, though. What, what was that? She still takes half damage, though. Oh, yeah. So she still takes half damage, but she is avoiding the brunt of it. So go ahead and roll damage. So that's five radiant. Five radiant is it? Uh, that's before having it, right? No, that that that's after having. I, I oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's. Uh, well, but if you roll two, you, you could get a higher average. Okay, so I can roll. Yeah, I can, I can roll. I can roll that. Then. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's four. So. <laughs> so okay. have she takes two damage. Two damage. Uh, okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, so she takes two damage. She, I don't think she had taken damage up to this point. Everything just went to shit really fast. Um, so she, yeah, she has more health than this. Uh, okay, so um, she, uh, so she kind of gets like hit by some debris that fly up towards her, and she's like, ah, 
And so she's running. Um, she's gonna try to uh, do stuff to um, to get away from you. Oh, uh, actually, first, uh, if you could do me a favor, I forgot about an ability she has. Um, could you make a wisdom save for me before you attack? I don't think so. I think you changed. Yeah. Okay. Two. Two. Uh, for from a one. So, uh, yes. In fact, your starbolt. It's very strange. You fire your starbolt, and you're sure that you'll at least get her in a bit of the um, the radial effect, um, even if she dodges it a bit. But it. Um, well, this is weird, because it's a save. It would still be the same. Uh, essentially, I'm just going to be transparent here. She's constantly under the effect of the Sanctuary spell, because she has luck manipulation. So, right. um, so if that says, until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. This spell doesn't protect the warded creature from area effects. So actually, reverse what this I said again. Effect. Yeah, this is an area effect. I'm wrong. Uh, so she, yeah, she still takes her two damage. God damn it. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so, the rules win again. Um, she, so it is her turn. She is running. Um, she is going to try to... Um, She's going to shoot uh, a purple wave of bad, a purple bad luck wave up at you. Um, and suddenly you, you didn't realize there are a bunch of like, uh, there are a bunch of clotheslines with clothes and things that are hanging down. That's not really an issue. You could fly through them and pull them along but they will get in your face and they may cause you to tumble into a wall or out of the air. So go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw to avoid that happening. Alright. Uh, and she will roll her d100 because her bad luck wave does count for that. I think I forgot to do it once, but that's fine. Wow. 18. 18. So you successfully weave away from this, uh, from these things. Um, ooh, that's good for her. I'll take a note of that. Um, you weave out of the way of these, um, uh, elements, but you see that after she casts the, uh, the wave of energy, um, uh, her whole visage starts to glow, and her eyes start to glow with, like, an intense purple light. You're not sure what that's about. Okay. Uh, so it's your turn. Alright, um, now that I know I'm not going to slam her with one blow, I wonder if that would change my trajectory a little bit. Um, nah, I- I'm going to at least try to punch her. I'm, I'm going to, that worked with that worked with the baby, I'm going to try to punch her. Alright. Um, Alright, so you're so going to fly up and try to punch her. Yep. Uh, make a wisdom save first. All right. And she's also still under the effects of Blur, 
So if you, even if you save on the wisdom save, you will be rolling a disadvantage. That's fair. Um, can I reconsider that, knowing knowing all that? Um, perhaps, but I mean, sort of the thing is like you guys haven't fought Jinx before. Yeah, and you don't okay. Know how, okay. How weird and tricky she is. Yeah, that that's meta knowledge. That's fair. Um, I'll um, then I'll continue with my attack. Let's see. You still have decent odds if you get the wisdom save. Yeah. Eighteen to the wisdom save. 18, oh wait, no, sorry. So you... 10. Ten to the wisdom save. I'm okay, awesome. Uh, what's your? I should probably help Cyborg. Uh. You <laughs> <laughs> um, can find Cyborg. <laughs> Cyborg's gone. <laughs> He's made a new life for himself. Um. Uh. So yeah. So um. You uh. Uh, let me see. Um, yeah, no, uh, you succeed on the wisdom save, so you go ahead and make an attack roll against her blurred form at disadvantage. Yeah, um, at disadvantage? Okay, yeah. I, I say, your strange eyes do not scare me. <laughs> okay, so uh, lowest roll is 22. Okay, uh, yes, uh, that will hit her. Um, uh, yes, that will hit her. Uh, go ahead and roll. Uh, 11 damage. Yep, 11. Alrighty. Um, you hit her for 11 damage. Um, okay, she does not seem pleased with that at all as you punch her. She's like, ah! And more bubbles <laughs> float out of her mouth. Um, and, uh, it's her turn, um, and she, her eyes still glowing with that intense light, um, let's see, uh, she rolls a 13, so unfortunately she misses, and it's a good thing, uh, because she, her eyes glow really intensely, and she goes to say something, and a bubble just starts to expand from her mouth, and just get bigger and bigger until it's about, like, and then she like sticks her fist in it and like twirls around and then she like opens her hand and the bubble flies forward and turns into this solid mass of like purple energy as she casts Chaos Bolt at you, which uh, would have been at max damage because that's what she rolled on her wild magic table is to do max damage with the next spell she cast. Um, but it misses you <laughs> and it uh, hits a wall and just like sears like uh, well, for the hell of it, we'll see what the damage would be. It would have been... Uh, no. It explodes in a uh, burst of poisonous damage that just bursts into the wall and just kind of like puts out like a stinky cloud. But you're like, whoa, <laughs> that was good because that was not, that would not have been good if that hit. Especially since I have one HP. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah, I guess we'll resolve this and then we'll go see if Raven died. Uh, so, um, so it's your turn again. What would you like to do? 
I'm gonna punch her again because it seems like All she right. doesn't like that. She does not seem to like that. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> punch her. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, well, yeah, with same deal, wisdom save, and then at disadvantage. Well, actually, she has to make a constitution uh, or concentration check to see if she maintains her um, her blur spell. Eighteen to my wisdom save. Okay, great. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, she she maintains blur. So you got 18, so go ahead and roll at disadvantage. Okay. Uh, disadvantage is uh, 29. Amazing. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, roll damage. Okay. Uh, that is 14 damage. Okay. She looks bloody at this point. Like, you yeah, punch her and she's like, ah! I'm just like going in with like a haymaker at this point, just like slamming both of my fists into her head. <laughs> yeah, she's like, ah. Um, yeah, she does not look happy. <laughs> uh, so it's her turn. She is. Let's see what she will try to do. What can she do? Um, uh, yeah, she will just try to use her bad luck wave on you again, just try to make you crash or. Uh, she turns a corner or something along those lines. Uh, so go ahead and give me a dexterity save as uh, to avoid her weird uh, kind of luck-based uh, shenanigans. 22. 22, yes. Uh, you avoid what is coming for you, which is like someone just like threw trash out their window, and it probably would have gotten in your face and caused you to veer off course. Uh, but you swerve out of the way of that, um, and she gets to roll on her D100. Uh, okay, what's that? <laughs> uh, faint ethereal music starts to like float around her for the next minute, which will probably make her easier to locate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she just like ah, she like kind of like stomps her feet and like in frustration, more bubbles spew out of her mouth. <laughs> I'm I'm quickly distracted and amused by this by this song for uh, remembering my task and attempting to dive full on into a double leg drop. Amazing. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw and then attack roll with disadvantage. Or let me roll her concentration check again for last last attack. She'll probably be fine. Yes, she is. Uh, that's twenty for my wisdom save. Wow, awesome! That's really, really, yeah, really, really lucky rolls with wisdom save. She's supposed to be like she's supposed to be like the ultimate dodge tank, but you are just nailing the wisdom saves. Remember in the first Titans when Starfire just. Eat the shit out of Jake's for like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was like, wow, this is a really long episode. It's like a 45 minute episode, and it's really brutal. He just keeps punching her. Is everyone else dead? Like, what's going on? <laughs> yep. It's my fault for coming to save you. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. I just, I thought it was And I'm emotionally driven. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that would have been amazing if that natural 20 had hit. 
Alright, so 22 to hit. Alrighty. Um, that yes, that will hit her. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay. I mean, you will probably knock her out. I I mean, yeah, just from your bonus. <laughs> yeah, 13 to hit. 13 damage. Uh, yes, how do you want to finish her? <laughs> yeah, wow. like I said, I think I just like, go full on into a drop kick and like slam her into a wall like All Might style. Like, yeah. <laughs> crack in that wall <laughs> <laughs> amazing uh okay so you you just and just slam her into the wall and there's like this yamcha crater of her in the wall but it's like vertical because she's just like slammed into the wall <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> so she has been knocked out uh unless you wanted to murder her i guess yeah, no, I, I wanted to knock her out. I, I think my next order will just be to grab the, the body and take it to where the other ones are so we can yeah. uh, throw these mofos in jail. Yeah, uh, absolutely. All right, so let's go back to Raven. You made, uh, I believe, one um, death save. Yeah, so you succeeded on one. Go ahead and give me another one. That is a success. Go ahead and give me one more. Uh, if you succeed. That is a success. So, you are lying there, uh, on the edge of consciousness, uh, just, you can feel yourself slipping away. And there's this moment where you're thinking about this, and you think about your friends, and you think that you miss them, but you, then you think, you think about the responsibility that you, you hold. And you think, maybe this is a, a way out. And then four red eyes open up in the darkness of your unconsciousness. And you hear a deep voice say, Not yet. And you arise stable at one hit point. Dang. All right. <laughs> and you sit up and look around, and everything is just fucking chaos. <laughs> do I see Cyborg? Where Where is Cyborg? No, you point? do not see Cyborg, even with your high perception. <laughs> he is away. <laughs> <Rip>. Well... <laughs> um, okay. Do I see anybody? Uh... You, with your passive perception, you hear rushing water, and you might hear uh, Robin and Beast Boy trying to make their way uh, out of the, uh, the, the tunnel. They may need some help, but you do kind of hear them yelling okay. down there. I'm going to go help them. Uh, you also see Gizmo if, if just fucking, like, twisted over himself. Like limbs in a wrangled mess <laughs> over on the other side of the of the battlefield. <laughs> I guess I'll also use telekinesis to kind of bring his body <laughs> over to the scene <laughs> while I go help Robin yeah. and Beast Boy. You you pull him over there. His <laughs> his legs limply hang. Uh, he was such a cool stat block too, but he's 
<laughs> he's, he's out. Um, but he, uh, yeah, so you set him down, and then you can easily get uh, Beast Boy and Robin out with your telekinesis. Yep. Mammoth is, Mammoth is gone. Rip Mammoth. I saw him fly up into the sky on the rocket, so I'm going to turn into, like, an eagle and try and fly <laughs> upward and try You're... and look for him. Okay. Using yeah, flies. We... If I see yeah. him flying anywhere. Would you say you're going to fly like an eagle? I'm, ga- I'm going to turn into an eagle and fly up <laughs> and see if I can see him. Because I saw him shoot yeah. off on a rocket before yeah. I fell. And I'm going to see if my eagle eyes will see where the heck he went. <laughs> yeah. What do your eagle eyes see? Yeah, go ahead and make uh, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought of that. Yeah, make, uh, make a perception check at advantage because it's based on sight. Okay, okay. Uh... Cyborg would have been able to make more attempts at trying to control the thing by now, so I'll say probably like, we'll we'll say like two or three more attempts to try to uh, take control of it. Okay. Um... Yay. Should I roll for that? Uh, yeah, go ahead. All right. Disadvantage. Sixteen. Uh, that's a twenty-four. Amazing. So you, in fact, do see cyborg. Uh, so cyborg. At a certain point, you were flying down the highway, uh, and you saw a sign that said, uh, "said twenty miles to Gotham City," and <laughs> you finally <laughs> figure out the mechanism for this damned rocket and you get it to uh turn you get it to turn you around and start flying you back towards jump city oh my goodness uh so you in fact you do see cyborg and he's actually heading towards you guys i can i can i shoot a bird (laughs) uh sure there's only one bird and it's big and green (laughs) <laughs> oh, I know what that is. I'm not gonna shoot the big green bird. That's mean. I start flying <laughs> circles around him. <laughs> Beast Amazing. boy, what happened? I'm just doing uh, doing doing a barrel roll. <laughs> so you can control it. So you can reduce its uh, its elevation uh, and try to get off uh, at this point. Yeah, you can. <laughs> oh, uh, but why? Wait, 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 wait. Can I control it to, like, get myself down to the ground? Um, it doesn't have as precise control. Like, it doesn't have brakes. It doesn't reduce speed. But you can reduce the elevation and then try to, like, uh, you can crash or you can try to, like, get off of it. I have a featherfall. Oh, sweet. So, yeah. Uh, you can try to, like, detach yourself from it. It's still going to be a strength check. What? Oh, wow, really? Okay. Yeah. Or, or you could fly around for an hour until it runs out of fuel. Yeah, I'll, I'll strength check that. 
Okay. That is a 16. No, that's a 18. Uh, that is a, I believe that's a success. Let me just double check. Uh, wait, what was it? 18. 18, that is exactly what you needed. So you pull it off of you, and then down to the ground. Uh, and then you cast Feather Fall, so probably like some like little rocket boosters from out from under your, your shoes, like kind of like go off for a second, and they kind of like reduce your, uh, your impact with the ground and land. Superhero style. Booyah! Sweet. Okay, so... With that, uh, by this point, uh, everyone has regathered in the center of the uh, of the town square. Uh, uh, wreckage all about. Uh, two of the criminals apprehended, one missing, and uh, at this point, people started to gather around paramedics to see if anyone is hurt and things like that. Uh, you know, healers and stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, media crew, uh, kind of arcanely inclined individuals with glasses and, uh, and, uh, who start casting spells, uh, who you're probably sure are doing like news casting, scrying situations to, uh, suss out the situation. Uh, but usually the, the authorities take care of the cleanup in this situation as thanks for you guys solving situations. Um, you do kind of notice some people like pointing at, uh, <laughs> at Jinx and Gizmo's just like bloodied bodies and the kind of like gasping um, and pointing and like talking to is, each other. Is Gizmo still alive? Like, is he conscious? Uh, he is unconscious, but he is, uh, he is alive, but he is uh, very maimed. Can I can I stabilize him? Uh, yeah, you can bring him to consciousness. I, I bring him to consciousness, and then I grab him by the front of his shirt, and I say, "Who are you working for?" He goes, "Ah, look, look, we, this is our final exam. Look, we just had to pass this test. It's, our school's employer was." I don't know, some butt munch named Slade? I drop him on the ground and I say, Slade. <laughs> Who's Slade? Where is he? <laughs> and so the obsession begins. Uh, All right. And I, and I, uh... I go to ask the rest of the Titans if they've ever heard of anyone named Slade. Nah, none of you have. I don't know anything. Alright, so you guys have completed the battle. Uh, what would you guys <laughs> like to do next? Uh, anything from, you know, go back home to go to the mall or whatever. I want to get pizza! Yeah, we never did finish eating Come on, pizza. Now. Cyborg's Rest. right. <laughs> We we deserve yeah. a good snack, a good meal. I would like some pizza. We were already starving before this whole mess. Come on! And then Cyborg and I are gonna go back to the tower and play video games together. Yeah. Um. 
so you guys, you can go and get your pizza. They're glad to uh, accommodate for you. In fact, the manager insists that it's on the house for saving uh, the his restaurant from more destruction. And so you guys enjoy your pizza together. Uh, do you head home afterward? Oh yeah, let's see. Let's go home. I I I, I gotta on, find yeah. On the way back, I I'll I'll challenge Cyborg to uh, uh, like a high score challenge or something in whatever video games we play. In fact, yes, absolutely. Um, so um, you guys head back. And um, you still have a dirty house uh, <laughs> and gross food. Uh, you can clean that out. You could pro it would probably help you find the remote if you guys started cleaning, but that is up to you and your teenager sensibilities. Uh, yeah. Uh, Beast Boy can do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> You lost the remote. You go find it. You clean this place up now. No, you should probably try and lift up the couches. Look under there. You probably kicked it under there. Wait, you didn't look under the couch? No, I can't. Like, you can just lift it. You can I say, turn I say, into I say, a gorilla. <laughs> I I feel I feel guilty about leaving uh, Raven to die and Cyborg to the rocket. <laughs> so I say, friends, we should all clean. We should all clean the room together. But there's an awkward silence. <laughs> Starfire's right. If we all work together, it'll get done quicker. Yeah. Okay. I suppose. I grab a broom and start like rubbing like the. Rubbing like the handle on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I start oh. organizing things on the shelves. Yeah, they are not organized. <laughs> Even after Beast Boy or organizes them, they're just on the shelf. Now. <laughs> um, if I remember right, like he was upset when his music was alphabetized. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I probably make it worse. Yeah, you 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 organize it by like how cool the 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 covers look. Yes. Uh, and so you guys um, you guys clean together, and it takes a while, uh, but uh, eventually you do clean, and you guys do find the remote. It was on the table. Uh, where it usually was, just covered by things, uh, not noticeable what? after all the mess. Uh, really what needed to be done was to clean, and then you guys would find it. Um, and so you guys can settle down for video games and fun. Um, hold on, as... hold on. I take that remote, and I, I uh, use my magical tinkering and make that thing smell like grapes. <laughs> Amazing! It smells like grapes now, so any dog or whoever could probably locate it in the future. You'll never lose that damn remote again. Amazing! I feel like we've accomplished something great. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> awesome. So, unless there's anything else you guys would like to do, uh, I believe the episode would conclude on that note uh, of uh, you guys, you know, just, you know, facing the camera, hit the remote, and TV blocks out. End of episode. Nice. Yay! Episode one! Oh, did it. Awesome. You did it. Amazing. Did that was go, go. that was great, guys. Go team. That was awesome. That was I literally, you know, when I made the stat blocks for those guys, I thought, you know, these guys could easily take out the whole team. Um, well, they did in the show. Or be taken out by yeah, yeah, or be taken out by the whole team, and that is pretty accurate to the show. Um, you guys, yeah, no you know, Mammoth got team. swept away, and he was really the powerhouse that was that uh, that is the hardest to to bring down. He had a lot of hit points and resistances to certain damages, uh, damage types. So. Um, their their plan went pretty decently, but then there was just a miscalculation from Jinx, and it fucked her over just as much as it did anyone else. Um, so, yeah. Which of the uh, three is plotting revenge against us now? Jinx? Uh, probably all of them. <laughs> oh, that's right. We didn't kill them. I mean, Mav yeah. is still out there. Now, how how did we not kill them? I think. I think Starfire is like eventually going to realize that like that like the humans are like a little bit fragile and start to kind of feel feel kind of bad about all the memes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But I don't think that's hit yet. I think caused the adrenaline. <laughs> yeah, let's just stretch that character development out as much as possible, or uh, because it's hilarious. Um, but yes, so. Um, now, uh, a few days, a few days later, or weeks later, you guys will get news that Jinx and Gizmo were mysteriously sprung from jail in a very uh, sketchy way that feels like insider corruption. Uh, no way. Yep. They got sprung. Yep. Sprung and sprang. <laughs> so, um. At the end of this, uh, I didn't tell anybody that this was going to happen, but um, usually at the end of this, uh, we will devote this time to a mailbag. So please, if you lo like our podcast, uh, please write us and support us, and hopefully at the end of uh, an episode, we will get to read those, uh, those at fan mail. Um, <clears throat> and... Um, but for now, we will just do this part of the ending, which is uh, we'll go around, and I would like everyone, uh, if you have anything you'd like to plug, any creative things you're doing, any job that you have or business uh, that you have that you'd love to get a little more word out there, um, I'd, I'd love for our listeners to hear about it. So uh, I think, uh, Paul, you're, you write things, right? I do. Um Yes, I uh, I have a fantasy series on on Amazon, uh, The Kingdom's Disdain. Uh, the first book, Web of Bones, can be purchased for uh, ninety nine cents there. Um, really, really high high value there. And um, <laughs> and the latest book, Blood Drain, is uh, 
up for two ninety nine. So if you're looking for a you know a random short fantasy story, pick it up. Awesome. Yeah, I I I highly recommend those. Um, they are short, uh, so they're quick reads. But you know he's he's writing a lot of them pretty quickly, and uh, uh, I like them a lot. I would say Paul. Paul is the only writer that I would say uh, he has the power to write a studio trigger anime in prose format. So he has my greatest and utmost respect for that. Um, <laughs> so, like, I feel like I'm an anime fight right here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so please, please check out those books. They're very cool. Uh, do you have any uh, writers, social media that people can follow? I know you do. <laughs> I do, yes. Um, I do, he has an um, awesome Facebook account that shares much of his inspiration that goes into his books. Yeah, if you follow, um, if you follow uh, my, my author page, uh, Paul Friedrich Lang, uh, writer, on Facebook, um, there is that. And there's, there's a Twitter also, account, right? Uh, my, Twitter, my Twitter blog uh, under Red Dust Man. Awesome. Cool. Um, we'll, be, we'll be updated with all, all releases and, and everything. Awesome. That's great. Um, uh, I mean, I know of some people who have been working on things. Uh, Delansky, can you talk about your recent film project? Um, I mean, I can talk about it. I just can't like share any like pictures on social media. Um, but yeah, hmm. be on the lookout for... Um, uh, a couple of films by Hillionaire Productions. Um, when they come out, I worked on on the crew for them. Um, the most recent one we did was called Teachers Watching, um, which will probably be released pretty at the earliest. I'm assuming later this year. Um, but there's a couple others that uh, we did earlier this year <clears throat> or last year, actually. Now that I think about it, because it's February. Um, one of them is called Invasion. Uh, if you like Alien. Uh, horror thriller movies um, and the other is a mini series that we did called uh, Horror Chronicles if you like scary stuff so be on nice. the lookout for those awesome very cool very cool um, I don't know I don't I don't have any of the distribution rights or any like it's that's above my pay grade mm. so I don't know where um, you could find them but they'll probably be on like I mean they'll probably end up on some streaming service somewhere and you could always find it on IMDb and then get its info there. So cool. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so if anyone's interested in supporting, uh, those film projects, uh, I'd highly encourage that. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know who else has things to, uh, to, to plug, uh, um, even if it's just, go ahead. I was going to say, the next movie I'm going to be in is called uh, Mississippi Mummy. It's about, a <laughs> oh my God. Of, it's about a bunch of guys who are going out, and, well, it's actually one or two guys, but still, they're going to revive this uh, old Confederate man that happened to know some Egyptians, and they mummified him, and, well, now they're going to revive him to make the South rise again. <laughs> it's wow. going to be a lot of fun. 
it's a if it's a follow it's a follow-up to the, the last movie we made up in arkansas called chimp it's about a monkey from out of space outer space who come came down and uh has some some trouble with the locals anyway we're called saint studios films and we're on vimeo you should check it out awesome uh krista or charlie if you have anything that you want to plug or even if it's just like i work here do business there <laughs> i mean I, I do art and logo design and i'm trying to work on like animation but i don't have any kind of social media plug <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know what to do about that i guess i should get one of those for next Maybe session we'll yeah. i have no official business thing right now that i'm ready to uh, show the world. Alright. Yeah, that's that's totally fine. I do draw in my spare time, but I'm not very... Uh, I'm very good. <laughs> she, she's very good. Her drawings are very nice. Um, yeah, well, uh, as for me, this is what I'm working on right now, so please, please support us, uh, support our Patreon, uh, we'll have details about that by the time this episode releases, uh, and we'll have a few more episodes on Backlog by that time. Uh, thank you so much for listening, uh, it, uh, and if you listen, uh, we love you, thank you, and uh, uh I don't have an outro, so bye. Teen Titans, go! Yeah! <laughs> Teen Titans, good night. Yeah. As they're asking, Metrium, fuck this. <laughs>